This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it, inshallah ta'ala, beneficial. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to, to grow in this month of Ramadan, to turn towards Him. Allahumma ameen. And I'm going to start it off actually with uh, um, letting people know in here, those that don't know uh, already, there's a brother by the name of Suhaib Sultan, who was a chaplain in Princeton University who was the son of one of the pioneers of Islamic work in this country, Dr. Talat Sultan. And uh, Imam Suhaib passed away, rahimahullah ta'ala, just a few hours ago from cancer. SubhanAllah, his diagnosis broke right before Ramadan last year, and he made it all the way to this year. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called him back on this first Friday of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that a good sign for him. Allahumma ameen. And just a few hours ago, there was a Khatam Qur'an that was completed for him and du'a for him and people sharing their words about him. And his wife posted the status announcing his death and the characteristic that everyone mentioned about him was his gentleness, how kind he was. SubhanAllah, all of the testimony about him and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bear witness to that, was that he was a kind and gentle person, one of the sweetest people that you will ever meet. And his wife mentioned he loved the Qur'an, in all caps, loved. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on him, to forgive him for any of his shortcomings, to accept him as a shaheed, to comfort his young wife and young daughter, uh, Raliyah, that is left behind. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala care for them and take care of them. Allahumma ameen. So why is this something that I want to pivot from? SubhanAllah, we've seen a lot of death in the last year. And one of the reminders that we've been trying to give frequently is to put your janazah in front of you and frame your life in accordance with your janazah. You've heard so many khutbas at this point about death and janazah and how you want your janazah to be over and over and over again. Because there were you know, several weeks in, in, you know, continuously where after Jum'ah, for example, we would have a janazah. And most of the time when we talk about that, we talk about that from the perspective of the individual. That as an individual, everything that you do in this life comes to a conclusion at that moment. And your page now is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at that point, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the dead person is followed by three. Al-mal, wal-ahl, wal-amal. Your family, your wealth, your deeds. Two of them return and one thing stays. The family and the wealth leave you at the graveyard. Your a'mal, your deeds stay. And subhanAllah, one thing, you know, it's, it's like all the other people don't even count, you know, subhanAllah. Because at the end of the day, the opinion of your family about you is more valuable than the opinion of every other human being in the world put together. That's not to say that sometimes there aren't unfair opinions even within a household. That's not to say that there aren't sometimes nasty breakups and things that come out of that. That's to say that the norm is that no one knows you like your family. No one knows you like your family. No one experiences your akhlaq, your character, like your family. No one sees your behavior like your family. You know, you can fool a lot of other people, but it's very hard to be fraudulent with your character, with your family. They see you. 
They see you all the time. And Allah knows you better than your family knows you. And you know yourself, perhaps, better than your family knows you. But people that are closest to you see things of you and in you that others don't. And the smart person is the one that takes heed of that and actually pays attention to that. Now, subhanAllah, at the moment of the janazah, when you're putting your life in front of you, I want you to think about your family members. And I want you to think about some very specific things. And wallahi, this is not to shame anyone, not to humiliate anyone, but I hope inshallah ta'ala to wake us all up. There are some things that happen at the janazah that Sheikh Yasser can share with you, uh, I can share with you, that imams can share with you, people that work behind the scenes on the janazahs, sometimes that are devastating, even more devastating sometimes than the death itself. I'll give you specific scenarios. When you pass away and your family are handed, and I'm speaking especially to the married people here, handed your phone, handed your technology, look through your stuff. You know how devastating it is when the family finds something at your death? Think about that. I, I hope it actually scares some people to think about that, right? You know, they find things that were hidden at the time of death and how difficult it is then to find any closure at that moment. It's a really hard thing to do to try to counsel a family when they found things that were hidden from them at the time of death. It is a very, very, very hard task to try to talk to someone and explain to them, you know, forgive them, they're gone now, I'm sorry, I know this hurts you because Everyone wants to bid farewell to their family member like a hero. Everyone wants to be at peace with those that they're burying. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to leave this world at peace with the inhabitants of this earth, especially those that were entrusted to us or those that were closest to us. Allahumma ameen. It's a devastating scenario. And I want you to put yourself in that position. You pass away. If you're married, your spouse is looking through your phone, looking through your computer, looking through your stuff. What are they going to find? I can tell you some of the beautiful stories too. A wife that didn't even know about her husband's sadaqah. That her husband had a secret trail of sadaqah. Not a secret sin, a secret trail of sadaqah. Beautiful, subhanAllah. That testimony that comes, right? But put yourself in that scenario. And I want you to think about that from now, dear brothers and sisters, as you're putting ahead of yourself the janazah, your own janazah, your family, your family, your family, secondary to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of course. How Allah sees you is more important than how anyone else sees you. Sometimes we need some other things to really, to really block out the shaitan when the shaitan plays with us and gets in our heads and gets in our ways and starts to guide us or starts to uh, lead us astray. Think carefully about your family and how you want your family to be at your janazah. The people that are closest to you know you better than those that are not closest to you. And subhanAllah, we often talk about abuse and people that, that you know, suffered abuse that was behind the scenes. We talk about people that suffered horrible things, that saw bad character, and they're, they're conflicted at the time of the janazah because it's like everyone is saying all these great things. I feel like I should say great things, but I don't feel it. That's a terrible situation to be in. And all of these verses that we've been listening for the first few chapters of the Qur'an, warning about hypocrisy. 
And the Prophet talking about a person who speaks and lies, a person who breaks promises, a person who betrays amana. If a person can lie to their spouse, break the promises of their spouse, betray the amana of family, then that is a person that is learning how to master hypocrisy. May Allah protect us all. That's mastering nifaq, and shaitan's giving you the tips and tools, right? The tactics and the strategies to get around things. Now, am I sharing this to put you in despair? Wallahi, I'm not. I am not sharing this to put anyone in despair. I'm saying Ramadan is a time to turn the page. Tubu ilallah. Repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turn that page. Turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We, we talked about these stories of people that shaitan was able to deceive to where they went deeper into their haram. Tried to cover up their tracks and ended up doing worse and worse and worse and worse. And then the man that killed a hundred people and turned back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The door of tawbah is not shut for you. The door of tawbah is not shut for you. Sometimes to repair relationships with people that are inside your family that you may have hurt and you may be hurting and they don't even know, sometimes that's going to be very, very, very difficult. Very difficult. But the door of tawbah is open. The door of repentance with Allah, which is the most important door, is open. You go to your grave, you want to go at peace with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and at peace with the inhabitants of this earth, starting with your family. And subhanAllah, I'll end with this notion, you know, that in the Qur'an Allah talks about, in Surah An-Nisa, those that turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before they are apprehended. Those that turn back to Allah before they're apprehended, right? You know, sometimes we've gone deep in certain ways, don't wait to get caught. Don't wait to get caught. Make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and turn back. It's too often, too often, that shaitan leads us in these little footsteps. It's usually in these devices of ours. Rebuild your trust with your family. Rebuild yourself with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be sincere in your tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And make sure that when you go to that grave, that your family bid farewell to you and they are at peace with you. And they say, Ya Allah, he was a good man. Ya Allah, she was a good woman. Ya Allah, he was a good husband. Ya Allah, she was a good wife. Ya Allah, he was a great father. Ya Allah, she was a great mother. Ya Allah, he was a great friend. Ya Allah, she was a great friend. Ya Allah, when no one else knew, that's where they were for me. Go to your grave in that state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have good deeds, hasanat, that you hide even from your family. You know one of my, my favorite narrations about Imam Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah ta'ala is one from his wife. Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah was a school of ikhlas, of sincerity. Right? We had several khutbas about him. Uh, he was a school of sincerity. And his wife says something so beautiful about him. She said that there were times that he would try to hide his tears from me, his qiyam. He'd try to sneak out of his bed, pray qiyam. He would hide his tears in dua and dhikr. And he would try so hard to hide them, but she would find that his side of the pillow was wet from his tears. How much better is that than secret messages? Watch out and aim high. Ramadan is the time to cut all of those haram relationships off. Ramadan is the time to rebuild trust. Ramadan is the time to overcome those subtle elements of hypocrisy. Ramadan is the time to build your relationship with your family and put your funeral in front of you. Put your janazah in front of you. 
frame your life in accordance with your janazah, dear brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to leave this world at peace with the inhabitants of the earth, at peace with our Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let our secret deeds be better than our public deeds. Let our private lives be better than our public lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to treat the people that are closest to us with the best of our akhlaq. Allahumma ameen. And subhanAllah, you know, I have to end with this because I was thinking about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We always mention it. Uh, Shaykh Yasir frequently mentions the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha. Kana khuluquhu al-Qur'an. Isn't it amazing? Not a single person after the death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had a story to tell that put him in a bad light. All the people around him, multiple spouses, children, servants, people around the Prophet ﷺ, not one story leaks after the death of the Prophet ﷺ. That's our example. May Allah make us people of the Qur'an. Allahumma ameen. Please keep, make dua tonight for Imam Suhaib Sultan and his family. Uh, his janazah should be tomorrow in the Nahi Ta'ala. So please keep them in your dua and all of our dear brothers and sisters that have passed away. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.